Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's up? It is 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're going to be talking about Biden just being a trash president. We're going to be talking about, uh, let's see, New York and New Mexico are making progress in terms of cannabis legalization. And uh, the House reintroduced uh, the Safe Banking Act. So let's just get right into it. Hey, Tom. Hey, Maggie. What's up? Oh, my goodness. Did you see... The Biden administration this weekend, or this, yeah, this, this, since Friday, it's just been a big cluster. Well, yeah, I had a good two-hour conversation with Luke on the podcast Friday night, the day it happened. I shared it with everybody, and uh, I'm glad to have another chance to reanalyze this sober, because uh, we were drinking and talking. So, you know, you yeah. have a lot of shit. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for joining us and tuning yes. in to Cannabis Legalization News. Smash those likes, hit the subscribes, and then do check out uh, Luke's channel. Luke's is Let's Talk Cannabis Media. He's a great guy. We've had him on the program before. We're going to have some more. A lot of other YouTubers have been reaching out, and so we're going to try to get them lined up to come on the show. And then some other uh, great guests, for example, Tommy Chong. We have him lined up, so we're going to have to do like a Zoom episode with him. And then we'll upload it and hopefully have the um, the ability to we'll do a premiere. And yeah. so, you know, we'll be able to interact with people. Uh, but we got to record it because, you know, he's he's old school like that. Yeah, no, it's gonna be fine. I mean, he had technical issues, whatever. But uh, yeah, this this topic is, you know, it's funny, though. This is bringing out more of that. QN on the bullshit people like this. Again, to me, presidents are just like figureheads. You know, they're not really the ones laying the the actual uh, policy down uh-huh. for the most part. But uh, total bullshit. You know, Luke brought up a good uh, point that they might be uh, like getting feelers out. You know how like the week before there was the uh, Kamala Harris statement about uh, uh, she changed her mind, uh, more siding with Biden this time. They're this stupid on politics. Like, yeah. they, you see that article saying that Biden didn't want to embrace cannabis legalization because he thought it would cost him the election. Oh, yeah. No, he, that, that's going full retard. 
I mean, and I know I'm not supposed to use the word, but uh, not, uh, no, pejorative, and there's no exceptions to it. I, like, I, I, I I've, been on, I've been on uh, uh, recently. I've been on board calls where I'm I'm felt I, I made I made to feel bad that I'm a white guy, uh, and so it's like, oh, we're not diverse enough. They just they. So you, like, you could tell I have a disability because of the color of my skin, you know, and, uh, or, or I don't have a disability because of the cover, color of my skin. But it, it's stupid. People yeah. are all over the place. And uh, and yet here we are trying to represent cannabis and, and fix these laws in a way that's going to help as many people as we can help. But uh, what happens when, uh, you know, Joe Biden's administration finds out that you go home where you live in Washington, D.C., where this wedding sherbet would be freaking legal. And um, and sure, you know, shout out to Sherpinski. <laughs> genetics of a amazing things that we're going to get grind that up and put it into this pipe and smoke it but five white house staffers are being um shown the door because of their previous cannabis use who was reporting that one lauren is this the daily beast article or do we have some, this is the associated press yeah. and so the associated press is, is picked up on it this is march 19th uh i don't have a copy of that one i got a copy of the daily beast article up but the story the, the daily beast one it talks about how like some were asked to resign some were given that you remember what the statement was i think two weeks or a week prior where hey it's okay you just got to quarantine yourself for a little bit right like, like yeah you, yeah like recent recent cannabis use was okay or yeah. like like uh, provided that it wasn't recent like what does that mean like again they get done working at the white house in washington dc that jurisdiction has legal wheat but see, this is that biggest, that big issue that's been following cannabis throughout all of this process since the beginning of prohibition to Prop Two Fifteen with medical, where you know you, the, we don't have rights. Like, like always, you don't. It, you don't, you don't yeah. have rights, and like we can chastise you, we can judge you, we can put you under our shit, our boot heel, because we feel that you are not equal. To us, like if you are using weed, something is wrong with you. Good people don't do it, according to Lindsey Graham. Was it Lindsey Graham? No, that was oh, just Sessions. Sessions. God, yeah. I'm so glad he's gone. But th there's so much of that shit, though, right? Keebler Elf Forest. The what? Jeff Sessions has returned to the Keebler Elf Forest, where you can now be a Keebler Elf again. And if you believe that, smash them likes, click the bell, because then you'll get notification when we go live for Cannabis Legalization News as we're breaking down how many people got fired. Dozens of young White House staffers have been suspended, asked to resign, or placed in a remote work program due to past marijuana use, frustrating staffers who were pleased by initial indications from the Biden administration that recreational use of cannabis would not be immediately disqualifying. You know, it's like legal when I was studying at Booth at B school in Illinois, or it was legal when I was at Stanford in California, or yeah. it was, you know, well, shit, they don't have it legal. I had a medical card when I was going to Princeton, but you know, at, yeah. you, you, the thing is, uh, 
back to the conversation I have with Luke, uh, he brought out the, uh, the again, how I, how I say that this is bringing out all the bullshit uh, conspiracy theorists. Just like the, the recent meme that you shared with him stumbling, right? Like right. like Biden's tripping all over himself, right? And people right. are all like reaching on this shit. And, you, you know, at face value, this is all just bullshit anyways. Like people are getting hysterical, blaming one thing or another. Uh, more than anything, uh, right now you're seeing politics in place, right? They're getting feelers. They're checking things out. They're seeing like, where should we? Which is bullshit. Let's just fucking fix this because systemically this is part of let's look at the facts of the plant. Let's look at the regulations that work. Let's look at how states that have regulated have benefited. Let's yeah. look at the uh, objective science that you haven't been funding because it shows what that you've known it was going to show for over 50 years. It's not what you told the people that it was. You've been lying to the people about how dangerous it is, and that's why you're suppressing evidence. And so uh, uh, cannabis legalization news reached the president, Biden, uh, for an official response uh, to those questions like, why are you backpedaling on this issue after decades of science in the face of funding only to find the harm have validated that cannabis legalization is good policy? Policy. Uh, this was his response. And and so, how does that help people? Uh, they're going to be fired. They're they're going to be fired. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad that the staffers have been fired. Do you think, though, perhaps like I mean, this is a constant problem with cannabis legalization prohibition? Period is that. You know, they put out this statement where everybody's like, hey, we're going to accept you now. Like, 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 come for us. Come work with us because we're going to work with you. And then everybody's like, all right, I'm, 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 I'm feeling safer and better as a human being in my job. Job security. is It's the most American thing. Right. Like as a human. And they, they say, hey, yeah, I did it. I checked that mark. And then Not they say, like, again, job security for me is still somewhat up in the air, but it's getting better. Like, you know, as an entrepreneur, like, you know. You kind of say, I got an idea and I think it's going to work. And then you see if you can put out some invoices and make some money. And then uh, if that starts to work and then you're building the business, it gets very, very exciting. But there's no guarantees. I mean, it's risk. And so like you try, but then like when you get to like a job, like if you're working for Microsoft or Amazon, like you're working for an established business, the entrepreneurs 10, 20 years down the road, you know, uh, and they've already gotten secure and they have cash flow to pay their employees. Then I, yeah. understand. I understand what you're saying, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is I was like for the most like prohibition is not giving people a chance. Like, like, like you're already the bad person. You're already somebody with, with uh, questionable uh, uh, values. Questionable. You can't work at the White House. You know, and dude, I've had a top secret clearance. I know numbers that fucking are like, I've done shit that, that's like affects our national defense. Right. As a cannabis consumer, I still was fucking fine. Like it was, it, this is just ridiculous. You would have been shown the door in the Biden White House. Well, I didn't show door in any of the White Houses, but that's the, the thing is, you know, we're at the weird times, right? Like, I don't blame Biden for shit. I just think he's just another old white dude in charge of like in, in charge. Well, Biden was in 1994. What's that? 
He was in the Senate passing the crime reform bills of the 1990s that caused the prison population explosion and a lot of the crack cocaine disparities and those types of sentencing um, terribleness and then probably the gun enhancement. And so like now anybody who's trying to like have a, a security guard at their cannabis dispensary, they don't want him to be an employee with a gun. That's that's a whole different level of federal crimes. If anything, you want to have like a private security person who has the gun. It's like, hey, look, I was just yeah. paying him to show up with a gun. He's, he doesn't work here. Well, that uh, yeah, his, I mean, it's so terrible that those are the laws and those are the regulations. And the industry is still fucking growing at like 40 percent a, a year. And how much money coming in and, and, and livelihoods and, and neighborhoods are safer. You know, these are the same people like Biden, uh, Clinton. And, you know, again, this shows how we're not Republican or Democrat. It's just that oh, right yeah. now uh, the Republicans are, are all dickheads. But even though the but president the Democrats party, are being dickheads, Biden be tripping. Well, I'm saying they be, they, they fucking coined the, the term super predator. Right. Like like this is something oh, that as, as a brown human being, uh, a brown American, uh you know, I, I live in the middle ground where I get reminded I'm brown sometimes. Some people just accept me, but God forbid if I was black. You know, like if anybody like that, God forbid well, people I, would stop looking at other people and going like, oh, I can judge you because of how you look. Yeah. God forbid people would stop doing that and like get to know somebody for five minutes and then judge them about like what they did or like how terrible of a person they are or like how double crossing duplicative they can be as opposed to be like, well, he was white. So, you know, something was wrong. It is why we don't have good good policy, though, because good policy would make it easier for us to identify or, you know, it's like people who haven't smoked until it's illegal in their state. Right. When you see an illegal state happen, you see all these people come out of the woodworks and they're like, I it's legal now, so it must be OK. Well, it, it hasn't changed since you were fucking 18. They're right. an 80 year old. Like, right. so like, would you just own that slave until after the Emancipation Proclamation? You're like, well, I guess you're free now. Yeah, yeah. Separate drinking fountains were a thing at one time. Was that okay? Separate but equal was a thing. Talk about an evisceration of the 14th Amendment where you have equal protection under the law. And then through racist Supreme Courts, white racist Supreme Courts, white men racist Supreme Courts, they go, oh, oh, no, uh, it can be separate but still be equal. Well, what is equal? Is equal like the water pressure coming out of the drinking fountain? And so like one is going to be like this beautiful statuesque, you know, marble ensconced whites only drinking fountain, but it's, it's water pressure will be equal to the water pressure of the piece of crap hose that is for coloreds. Dude, this was going to be a hard one to to talk about me today, just because of the next two topics. Like, this is something I want to like 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 warn all you people who get triggered by BLM and defund the police, because right now the next two articles are the example prime one and two of most recent days. Right, there's other uh, stories like Flatano wow. Castile, yeah. Sarah Blaine, uh, uh, that involve marijuana and, and, and deaths and arrests. But again, if if the prohibition didn't fucking exist, these people would still be alive. Like that. Yep. That's it. And this is, this isn't, this is, this is like political doesn't make any sense uh, with the cannabis laws. And so like our name, that strain today comes from Wasilla, Alaska, where Sarah Palin was the mayor, but yet our lead story has to do with the democratically elected. Hey, 
turn Georgia blue will legalize weed in the Senate. Uh, yeah. president, the Democrat who's firing people in his administration for past cannabis use. Now, imagine that you go to work, you go home, you pack a bowl because it's legal in Washington, D.C. You legally consume something safer than alcohol. You legally consume something safer than cigarettes or McDonald's cheeseburgers. And you are fired for that. Dude. You don't have any constitutional protection against that. And so that's one of the things when people like will email me all the time because they get fired for, uh, you know, uh, getting a, uh, a drug uh, test that, that doesn't uh, pass. Yeah. And so they get flagged. They're like, man, they fired me. I got my medical card. And I'm like, how very often how uh, wrongful termination works is if you have a constitutionally protected uh, right. They can't fire you for being a woman. They can't fire you for being black. They can't buy, fire you for being Hispanic. They can't fire you for being, you know, uh, disabled. They can't fire you for these types of things. Those are constitutionally protected. You're talking about medical weed. Yeah. Yeah. Medical weed law like creates a constitutional protection. Employment rights like you're covered if I hurt my arm, if I fell off a ladder and now I have an oikoic prescription for a broken arm. I'm taking pills at work, and then all of a sudden I cut off my other arm. Some bullshit, right? Weird scenario. Oh, yeah. Safe. I'm okay. Everything was legal. But God forbid I get a holistic program for my asthma or my anxiety or case of the monies. God forbid I try and take care of myself or I don't want to shoot people at the end of the day. Well, and- like you're trying to like one of the things. What what did Dr. Ethan Russo, one of the most learned oh. men in the cannabinoid uh, science world? It's health and wellness. <laughs> It is the chief homeostatic regulator of your body, your endocannabinoid system. This is yeah. probably one of the reasons why Crohn's disease responds well to can- cannabis and other uh, uh, well, cannabis and, you know, because it's trying to regulate your endocannabinoid system. So those types of autoimmune disorders, th- there's reasons why medical cannabis is a thing. And yeah. it has to do with your endocannabinoid system being supplemented by the cannabinoids that are in it. There's a reason uh, why your body absorbs it and accepts it and, and then stores it for later yes. use. Well, it's just like we learn the hard way that our body's like organic. There's things that our body requires, like uh, uh, vitamin C or B. You know, there's all these different vitamin components out there in, in, in our proteins, you know, and, and, and somehow we decided to think that cannabinoids don't. Our body's not like our body doesn't like to be happy. That's that's the thing is it's the wellness portion, the the health portion, the the high portion, the the uh, uh, I'm sad when I don't have weed portion is just wellness. It's, it's people going there's a better option. I don't I don't need to mask this with a, a Tylenol or a beer. You know I can smoke with weed. <laughs> right. You can smoke weed and avoid a lot of the problems that are related to. And then we've reported on this. What happened? Workers comp claims go down because people are using weed more and opioids less. Workers comp decreases. And and, and, and again, kids use doesn't increase. Uh, the, the traffic's not, not uh, accidents happening everywhere. I think uh, we're people aren't just riling breaking. everybody up. So let's keep riling them up for another 20 seconds, and then it's 420 somewhere, bro. 
Right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, hey, you're not riling them up. And that's why <laughs> make sure that it is legal, not just in your home, but, like, we need to fight alcohol where they're serving it in bars, and we have to have lawful use lounges. They're going to have 35 in Detroit. I believe 35. Yeah. Consumption lounges in Detroit. And if you're interested on in getting one, follow me on Instagram at Cannabis Industry Lawyer. Hit me up. Let's try to get you a dispensary license, a cultivation license, or a, um, uh, what do they call it? Something use. Consumption a, lounge. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, you know, back to the, the rights, though, with, with the medical use. You know, you can get that in a book. Some states have changed their laws to that. So if, if people are going to get riled up about something... You know, change that in your state. Look up that law for your state because you can create those rights and not get fired for it unless it's federal. Then you're. Ah, yeah. And if you're taking that federal money, I want to remind you that it is 420 in Bali right now. I've never been in Bali, man. I would love to. I had a friend that did that. Really? In the Navy. So it was a blast. Hmm. God damn it, Roger. You, uh, well, actually, I grew that. That was my home grow. That was some tasty cannabis that I grew. I love ah. the stupid rules that you have to have. Like, if this was a grow and give state, I'm in Illinois, you're not allowed. You're, you, I grew all of that. And so it's like, really? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. You know, um, and, and so prove that I didn't. You know, and so like uh, and in some states, they have the grow and give uh, Michigan, maybe Seattle, maybe Washington states like that, where a medical patient can can gift their uh, medical cannabis. But in some ways, they write these laws. They only really legalize the commercial sale. Yeah. So you know what? We got over 200 people joining us. I just wanted to thank them. And then I wanted to remind them we are now a game. We you can play cannabis legalization news. Mm the game and you can be the producer of Miggy's next story. Miggy just dropped one on cannabis legalization news. Let's talk about that one. Waiting for weed Jesus part one. Oh, that was just fun, dude. That was like my anxiety. And then, you know, of course I embed the video just to, to talk about it, but, uh, right. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited. Subscribe to our CLN newsletter in there. So visit yeah. cannabis legalization news. Miggy is going to be writing more articles and when we play Name That Strain, we want you to go to Cannabis Legalization News and drop the strains for us there. We have a Name That Strain today. It's a pretty good one. It's out of Wasilla, Alaska. That's right. This Name That Strain comes to us from where Sarah Palin was the mayor. So remember that. Name uh, That Strain. What is that? So uh, get it in the comments. Anybody who gets it right will get mad props. And then we'll also mail them some uh, some Bovida that I still have. Uh, give us a copy of the book that uh, I wrote that is how Miggy and I met 10 years oh, ago. sweet. Thanks, Chris. Right on. Right on. Now, thank you, Chris, for becoming a YouTube member. Uh, the members have access to our silly um, uh, emojis. So there are CLN emojis and fire emojis and uh, a Miggy emoji. And there's one for me as well. And then uh, it's it's just another way for us to drive revenue so that we can create content for you to help you all legalize it appropriately in your state. And we're getting there, but it's such a convoluted process. This is the the um when can somebody participate in the cannabis industry in Illinois and when can an adult grow 
at their home in Washington State. Now, you, is that like a general question or just like you're just kind of still cannabis legalization news? Like, oh, yeah, as soon yeah. as the state legalizes, it ain't done. You're no. just really getting started. Wait, it's beyond that, because like even with the activism and, the, um, you know, people are still being incarcerated. And, you know, there's a lot to work out. You know, like you said, the rules for the, for the, the players who want to be uh, legit players. And then there's also the people who are just getting screwed. People getting fucked in their lives for for uh, a plant, you know. Like, uh, uh, do we have the article ready for the uh, the family that calls ju- uh, for justice? Let's, and- let's go to the next. Uh, let's go to the next one, and then I will. Um, while you're doing that, I'm just kind of like perusing to see if anybody has named the strain. Yeah, right on. Alaska, we're going to give mad props to the growers. The growers was named, uh, I believe it wasn't Adam McKay. Adam, It was Ryan McKay, Adam McKay's brother who grows weed in Alaska. Right. Uh, and so he has gotten this. This is a shout out to Alaska Legacy Genetics. Great Name trim, too, by the way. I like Very nice trim. trim. I wonder if it was by hand or machine. Uh, I think this is by hand. That's the next one. Hand or machine. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's get the news, man. What's happening? Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's get back to, meanwhile, the war on drugs continues to be deadly. Loved uh, ones of a man who was shot and killed by police in Delaware are asking for help from President Joe Biden after officials released body camera footage, which the family say refuses refutes a statement from investigators that the man drove directly at the officers, forcing them to open fire. So I watched this video. There's a lot going on here. Uh, you know, we're obviously not going to watch it because it's so fucked up. But the thing is... He was sitting in front of his mom's house in the city, right? So in the city, like things are different in Peoria versus Chicago. You know, if, if there's a hundred cars in the front of a lawn or in the front of a, a street. It's a very busy area. And that's where this man was at. He was in a busy area, sitting in his car. It looked like he was kind of asleep, kind of halfed out. I, I don't know how many people have done this, but I've sat in my car in front of my own freaking house and, and just had my moments of just like, I'm not going inside or whatever the case is. Somebody called the cops on him. Cops show up. One of the first things they ask about is the marijuana in the seat, the side passenger seat. They, you know, they're saying, hey, you know, we're we're not concerned about the weed. We're, we're concerned because we got a phone call about this car. And it's like, why did you bring up the weed? Like if prohibition didn't exist. So the man does get excited. He does sprint out. And I think there's another cop car coming another way. So he tries to turn around. And that's when they start shooting at the car. All right. That just sums up the whole scene. Uh, again, if the weed wasn't part of this issue, if he was never brought up, he wouldn't have fear automatically in your head. Like, oh, shit. I, uh, no, they, they, brought- they go to what happened to fisticuffs? You know, yeah. back when they had racism in the 60s, they would beat the black people with a baton. And at yeah. least they wouldn't die as quickly. It's well, again, he was in a car, so he couldn't do nothing, but they didn't have to inter- interact with him, right? That's the hugest issue with the police, too, is they're not being trained properly. Like, they escalate more shit than they like. How many bouncers have killed people, right? Like, no. like a, a bouncer's job in a bar is to control a situation. If you're, I mean, cop, he might knock you the fuck out. He's like, no, I knocked him the fuck out. Why? It's my job. Like, you know, I guess, but fundamentally, if you're a sober, trained disciplined human being you're going to be in the the, the, the the control of the situation and you got the fucking gun already you don't need to fucking pull it out right away 
It's never always that situation. That's, that's, yeah, talk about escalating the situation. Well, I know what I'll do. Uh, I, I smell a, a harmless flower that has a questionable legal status. Uh, and so I'm going to now a, uh, start shooting. And like, no. Why was this true? Who trained you? There was no need to bring up the weed, though. Like, if you're doing a wellness check or any other... When you when you see the, the video, they approached the guy. There was no reason like they had the situation control, and they they seem like they just don't know how to interact with people. Like there's something missing in the training of law enforcement, and and, and, and the funding is part of it, right? Like their cops don't need to be going out to all these calls. Like if it was an actual wellness check of, of like something going on, they could have sent. Uh, uh, I don't know. The, the different cities have different types of counselors that show up. I know Portland does, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be with a guy with a gun. You know, and just like this, 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 the second story about the man who died in Collin County Jail was having mental health crisis, attorney says. My God, this again goes back to nobody is more ignored in our country than the mentally ill. Yeah. The only other people that are ignored are the felons, because if you're either one of those you're allowed to discriminate against them. You're allowed to kick them to the curb and say, well, you don't matter. And and by the way, get out of my way. You know, and so the, the we treat some people in our country terribly, like so terribly that we just we dehumanize them. And but I don't know why. I, exactly. And the dehumanization begins as soon as they because he got arrested for marijuana. That was it. He, he was arrested for possession of a joint. I think maybe some ounce or something, but and he's a normal arrested. Like, I understand it's like, oh, yeah, well, sir, we're going to take your weed. Uh, we are going to weigh it. Here is your court date. You will have to pay. Let's see. This like there will be tax penalties. So yeah. you get caught with a weight of weed, a pound. It's like, sorry, sir, that's going to be twenty five hundred dollars of tax penalties. Please go to this place at such and such time. See. This these two stories are exactly the reason why I've been doing the, but also another reason is why you have to use a fake name, why you have to, you know, this is why you don't have a lot of people standing up for well, a stupid ass plan. If I didn't have my own company that could make money so that I could do this, I'd be fucked, and that I was fucked when I was at a large law firm because I wasn't allowed to do this. Yeah, you know, what did they tell me? They told me to stop promoting that book. That's why it was like from 2010 to 2018. You know, right. And, yeah, and um, no, but this is exactly it, though. They tell you to stop doing the book. Uh, you know, I'm finally in a position where I, as a technician, I make so much people a benefit that they will leave me alone. But I would like this, the media thing, which I've done. This is, again, my fourth or fifth rodeo. But I have full confidence with, with the, the team we've collected that we are going to be. Uh, you need a package, you see, because I'm going to sell people an application for tens of thousands of dollars. And some of it is the community outreach and also the social media and the, the marketing and the web package. And so we could create a nice little consulting product. The Miggy, do you want to get Miggy in on this one? The Miggy 10 grand. And so the Miggy 10 grand would be a bullet point list of what you would deliver. Dude, I mean, like we've had the numbers where, you know, we're finally trying to figure out, okay, Canvas Legalization News is a podcast website. Sure. Uh, we want to be your uh, focus for both the the, the uh, policy, uh, the uh, the fucked up shit, and the, but the culture. I mean, it's a combination. Legalization, cannabis, you know, high times, that's where they had it right. 
back in the time, back in the uh, before days when they were really good, you know, with uh, Stephen Hager and uh, uh, the old 80s, 90s type era. Uh, somehow they went downhill when they got more commercialized. But I, I think, you know, we have potential. Uh, we have the people behind it, uh, the experience uh, and the conversation. And we're going to get there. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, th- th- this was a very upsetting one because this is why I've been doing the stuff before, like why I helped establish a network. It's because there's a shadow ban. It's because th- you're undervalued automatically for being a campus consumer. Now, yeah. uh, on top of that, why the social equity conversation is so important, because you add the minority into it, black, brown, Asian, yeah. you know, the, the representativeness of it, like the social equity aspect of it makes the 14th Amendment and the equal protection like implication of what's happened all the more nuanced and all the more difficult to like try to like uh, navigate in a way that you can create law that you know isn't flagrantly unconstitutional but then like why wouldn't you create law that you know is flagrantly unconstitutional after the cannabis laws if you just get it on the books it might be there for 80 years yeah and that's going the way i want it you know, and, and you're exactly right, though. As soon as things happen, you're never fully there with legalization because it's it's until, like I've said before, broccoli. Right. Until I can just start throwing seeds. I just uh, uh, by the way, I got um, I finally started sprouting. And so now this one's bag seed. Bag seed. Now, don't forget, if you join Miggy's next story, you can see what happens to bag seed. Don't forget to join Miggy's next story by becoming a member. And hopefully her sister, Astro Cookies. Oh, uh, Astro Cookies. You see, this is foreshadowing. And so we're going to be foreshadowing what Miggy's next story for Astro Cookies and other stuff is. Don't worry. It's a legal medical grow. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's the story, <laughs> and we're sticking to it. It's legal in my state, goddammit. It's such a – and that's the oxymoron paradox of cannabis – Policy, prohibition, regulation, even the term regulation with prohibition in the same time. Yeah, typically, if you have more than an ounce, it ain't legal. And and, and then how is it you're going to put caps in the market like these people trying to put the THC caps, right? We're, you know, again, we talked about there's no alcohol caps. There's no yeah. – uh, Nobody gets like, oh, my gosh. The only alcohol cap is uh, people got in so many drunk driving accidents after cars were invented that eventually an entire organization called Mothers Against Drunk Driving tried to change these laws because so many people would get drunk and then drive, and this took – decades. And now we have these types of draconian policies where DUIs are a cottage industry for many lawyers. I'm not saying that it's uh, shit. You know, I'm a lawyer. I, I set up weird scale corporations for raising money. Uh, and so um, we all have to earn our living somehow. Uh, but still, it has to do with the way that they are regulating anything that has yeah. to, you know, change how you feel. But then the... the, the you know, I was thinking, though, um, like, so... The draconian shit, right? So we got these outdated laws. Uh, you know, first we knocked out the uh, segregation laws, right? That was obviously the one of the worst ones that was considered normal in in in, in like we're America. Like there's there's no that shouldn't exist. And then this, the 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 next one is prohibition. The the draconian part being that it was racist to help bring it about, but also, um, you know, it's. It was back then people who knew how to work the system, knew how to like they were all McConnell's both sides, left and right. Right. Like and I think that's the thing is like now with Biden and McConnell, you got these two old fuckers that have been reading the book, know how to play the book, 
how to the rules, right? Like through being Senate and House, there's so many, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, protocols. There's so many ways to do the, the quorum and stuff where like this Marguerite Scott, uh, the, 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 the Majory chick. I, I kind of like I'm waiting. I'm like, one of these fuckers are going to have to snap because not everybody is disciplined because that's the whole purpose of this uh, uh, civil gathering. Right. We're supposed to be able to talk without raising our voices. We're not going to be like those. Uh, that's why you hire lawyers, because like I'm pissed off. I'm the guy who was wronged. It's all right. I'll represent you and I'll be able to cogently and coolly make sure that you have the best arguments according to laws. Awesome. How much is that going to cost? Tens of thousands of dollars. Motherfucker. God damn. Yeah. That's how America works, though. But uh, uh, on that point, though, how come? I mean, that that's kind of almost what's separating. Have you seen like in, in Asia where their parliaments are actually jumping over the chairs? And, and like we almost had that on January 6th, but on a weird insurrection level. Right. Like right. there's still a portion of freaking people out there that think there was a rigged election and Sky God emboldened one man. I, I just. It's hard. <laughs> it's it's so hard. We're going to go back to name that strain. Name that strain comes at to us today from Wasilla, Alaska. That strain right there is a real um, delight, and it goes all the way back to certain coffee shops. Uh, it has a, a very floral essence, maybe terpenoline dominant uh, or with the limonene, so it's got a nice limonene and floral smell. Uh, it can be quite a Uplifting, and so we are still playing. Name that strain. I love the people that guess automatically. Last and thunderfuck, like assume it's in Alaska. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's it was made in Alaska, but Alaska is not in its name. I drove through Wasilla though, dude. It's a blink in an eye. Well, that's where Sarah Palin came from. Well, that's why I knew. Like I, I, I pulled into Anchorage and I had to drive to the North Pole. I've been to the North Pole, Alaska, dude. It's like there's Santa Claus shit all over. It's Christmas all year round, but uh, you have to drive through Wasilla, and uh, it's, it's a blink of an eye. It's a pretty little town. I mean, Alaska's fucking gorgeous, dude. It's a good place to get I'd high. Love to, I'd love to visit it. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hang out with these people and get high with uh, Ryan McKay and be like, "You're related to Adam McKay?" He goes, "No, that is a producer who did Anchorman in L.A." I'm like, "Oh man, that's right. Smoke a lot of weed though. Forget Dude. a lot of things." Yeah. I mean, there's so when I pulled into Anchorage and I had a day to kill, I drove south and there's another town. I forget the name, but you go through a tunnel, right? So I, I already purchased some good weed. It's light 24 hours a day. I smoked a little bit on the whatever the main highway is. Then I go through this tunnel. Shit, you not. This tunnel is a mile long, right? It, it, there's a there's one entrance in, one entrance out. They let you in. Like people are only going in one direction either way. It was the scariest fucking thing to have smoked before I gone through this mile tunnel, thinking the whole thing was going to collapse on me. Like I, you get really. <laughs> yeah. the, only, the only way that's worse is if now you're not in a car, you're you're snorkeling, or, oh or my God. you're you're doing um. What's the thing with snorkeling, but you bring your own air? Scuba diving. Okay. And so, like, you're scuba diving. That's like, hey, uh, you know how you get claustrophobic? Yeah. And, like, you know how you also don't ever want to be buried alive? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what about drowning? Yeah, I don't want that. How about drowning while underwater because you run out of oxygen as something falls? No, 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 no. And so, like, uh, who are these people that are scuba diving through tunnels in, like, Mexico and stuff? <laughs> and I'm like, 
Yeah, no, it's that is not appealing to me at all. Can I just like go watch somebody do a gram challenge for dabbing? You know, that is something that I want to see. I thought about spelunking, dude, but uh, that's neither here or there because everything hurts now. But uh, let's just go on to the next. I'll go, bro. Close, but no. Close, oh. but no. But then uh, uh, it was grown in that location, Mantusa uh, or Mantanuska. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, any help on that one, Miggy? Mantanuska? I would say that's it right there, man. Mantanuska. All right. Well, it sounds hey, like a native uh, enunciation type stuff. That's, that's, uh, that's where it was cultivated. I mean, the, the, oh. the license holder is in Wasilla, but then the cultivation location was in uh, that location. So, what's this next one? State to pay 475K to family of pot suspect killed by Dozer. What? Read up on that. Who Dozer? Let's check it out. The state of Pennsylvania will pay 475000 to the estate of a man who died underneath a bulldozer that Pennsylvania State Police had used to chase him for growing a handful of marijuana. Oh, my God. What? Whoa. Full stop. Back up on that one. Pennsylvania be tripping. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. You chased a suspect with a bulldozer and killed him with it? Where did you get that training, Sergeant? I will bust you down to private so fast. I mean, like, who are training the, the people that are enforcing these laws? But again, why is this a crime that you have to chase him, right? Like, Gregory Longnecker, 51, had fled into the thick brush after being caught growing 10 marijuana plants on public land. Are you fucking kidding me? His body was found under the treads of a Pennsylvania game commissioner bulldozer that the state police had commandeered in pursuit. The state police first commandeered the bulldozer and then pursued it. How much of that state police, like, did you ever see some of those uh, Liam Neeson movies? They're all the same. Basically, somebody tries to hurt somebody in his family and then he murders people. And so uh, there was this one where he was a bank robber and he robbed banks and he tried to turn himself in because he found love. And, And it didn't go well because the FBI wanted to steal all the money that he had robbed from the banks. And then he had a certain set of skills because he's Liam Neeson and he goes and he, and he kills the uh, the rogue FBI agents and then you read stories like that and you're like no seriously was somebody trying to pocket money and then like make some problems go away I mean that like just reading that is just so fucked up in the head but this is another recent example of why prohibition sucks 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 like sucks Sucks. This is not the first time it happened, though. There's, there's we, the, reached, uh, we reached the president for comment, and uh, you know, do, do do we have that queued up? The, uh, the the president's comments on as to why he is continuing to maintain the uh, failed drug war. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get it queued up one day. It's all good. You know what I know? We should just take a break, though. I I think everybody needs to take a or a break. A little 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 break. Lafusa or. I just... oh, better. You know that is such a pencils down moment because that 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 uh, <laughs> that bumper is coming <laughs> and like um, and so when we hit one of those bumpers with the music it mutes our mics so then like and it's like dude it's like and boom well. Back back to the cannabis legalization news. Um, yeah, the weed burps too. Yeah, you know, it takes water. It gets in your 
But yeah, ten, <laughs> 10 marijuana plants on public land kill him with a bulldozer. Pennsylvania is going to legalize it any day now. And that's another thing. Miggy, when do you think it will probably be federally legal? Because everybody asks you that all the time. Well, again, if it happened today, where we're now they can't put you behind bars for the plant itself or chase you with a bulldozer. Right. It's going to be another five years, six years, just for the regulation, the infrastructure to build. But at least people will stop dying. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, like, can, can, can we worry about real bad shit? You know, all this diversion bullshit about the Muppets being, you know, Mr. Potato Head or whatever the fuck. There's real fucking issues. Oh, and, and then so what was the real fucking issue all weekend? Every every reporter went down to the border and said, oh, my gosh, now Joe Biden is just allowing people into the border. Migrant crisis. And so are we going to talk about the drug war? Are we going to talk about how the drug war may also be fueling the, the, the migrant yes. crisis? Are we going to talk about the problems at the border? Are we going to talk about how Mexico continues? Did, did they legalize it yet? It's getting there. And again, that's like the, the, the fear mongering happens with like 80 percent of the country, right? Because only 20 percent lives on the goddamn border. And those people aren't as freaked out. Every once in a while, you'll have a couple reps that are talking, and that's just because they can pander to all the Fox News dumbasses. But at the same point, it's not that uh, I thought this was America. Bring me your free, your your poor, your you know the, the the land of opportunity and all the other shit that we'd like to fucking spill out. But you know you have. <laughs> and then not only that, like, and I get it, but then like I also understand there's this terrible trade of like you know human trafficking, and they're like, hey, no. Borders open now. I mean, like all the coyotes that like want to make that illegal money. They're like, oh, now we can go. Yes. Yes. Now we can go. But then are they going to talk about the drugs? Are they going to talk about the drug? war? Are they going to talk about why there's failed problems in certain uh, Middle Eastern, not Middle Eastern, uh, Central American states? Again, the policy is why people carry guns and shoot each other over bad deals, you know, whereas you know, now in legal states, people can get taken to court, uh, uh, be sued and civilly be chased and, and, and have your bank accounts frozen or whatever the shit has when, when adults do business instead of breaking your knuckles and, and, and shooting your kneecaps. I mean, this is what we aspire to be versus what it is. And we encourage because of the fucked up laws. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's terrible. And uh, it's changing on an extremely slow basis. And so when everybody was like, oh, my gosh, it's going to legalize and the pot stocks run to the moon no. because it's, it's going to legalize. And here comes the Senate's plan. And what was the Senate's plan? Like, this has been something that was viewed like 8000 times. Thank you for viewing it, by the way. And if you're joining us, please consider becoming a member. But uh, the, the thing was that they had a whole press conference with with elbow bumps and all the crap. Yeah. And all they said was, stay tuned. But what's funny about the pot stocks too is 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 like when these pot stocks get their bump, like the Crescos and all the other till rates, these non-profit creating companies, like how are it's so sad. And this is a prime example of what's fucked up in the world when you have these billion dollar entities, million dollars, whatever they value at, and they're just sucking money. They're not really producing any real generating any con they're all in the red. 
You know, and it's been uh, how many years? Except for True Leaf, and True Leaf does own half of Florida. True Leaf does post a, a revenue of fifty-six cents a share. Although, well, like, if, if anybody knows of another cannabis stock that you can buy and trade that is actually posting positive revenue, drop it in the comments. I'd love to look at it. Well, but that's the thing is, like, as a business, a lot of these places aren't. And, and when it comes to investing, people are throwing money. Rich, wealthy people are throwing money at these brain projects that are going to come up with nothing. As someone who's you and I been observing the history for 10 years, at least, you know, I think what we're creating is going to be have more value than all the shit that's existing right now, because they're all just pulling shit out of their ass. And and then with non-experience, that's the thing, right? You don't ask somebody how to get money if they're homeless. Like you don't ask the guy who who's like panhandling. Hey, do you know how I can get a job? I'm just, and that's the same thing with marijuana cannabis policy and cannabis like regulation and culture and, and perception. And it's a really good trim job. though. Yeah, but let's talk about it for a bit. You know, as Miggy does um, do is this is the activism show. This is Sunday. And so we go back to the name that strain. Lauren's got a little hint for you. Uh, this strain originates from Amsterdam. It is a cultural staple amongst the coffee shops there. Name the strain. And so we haven't seen it come through in the comments yet. Otherwise, we would have been like, there it is. <laughs> uh, but there's been a lot of great guesses in the comments. And thank you guys so much uh, for uh, watching, tuning in, and listening to the Cannabis Legalization News Show and playing a little bit of Name That Strain. We hope to do that uh, with Tommy Chung on Wednesday and get that show posted to you uh, pretty shortly thereafter. That's Chad good. wins. Nice. That's right. It's Dutch treat. Uh, Chad Westport nails it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the hint, the hint worked. Good hint, Lauren. I love a good Dutch treat. It is. It's a classic. It is a classic. Yeah. All right. Do we have any other uh, articles for the weekend or should we just kind of blow? Oh, the- oh no. Yeah, let's, let's go. New Mexico, that came, that came in on the wire today. That's coming out. Like New Mexico, uh, the governor is planning a special sessions. Just reported uh, on March 20th, uh, the New Mexico governor plans special session on marijuana legalization because the bill has stalled and the session is over. And so now they're trying to get the Senate back. And, and here, uh, Governor Michelle Luan Grisham's uh, proposal for ending cannabis prohibition. This is how House Bill 12 that was passed in their House of Representatives, nearly 200 pages. We've created some content on it, but then, of course, we held off on publishing it or like creating videos off of it until we see what's going to happen here. Tune into Cannabis Legalization News next week if there's movement on it. Maybe Miggy and I will hop on a live feed because there are three million people in New Mexico that hopefully will have legal cannabis shortly. I think just so wild how it's the governor stepping up and, and it, it, could, it couldn't get past the floor. Like I heard, I heard policy uh, uh, explain like, you know, the problem with having two parties, it's like trying to get a hundred people. Like you ever try and order a pizza, which is a group of people. No, I, tried to, I, I, I had that problem because I don't like to eat meat. And so I'll eat cheese begrudgingly because there's not a vegan substitute that does ever done like casein protein very well. Hmm. But, and um, yeah, I'm one of those. <laughs> so they'd be like, you're, you're, you're like a separate special pizza. <laughs> uh, no, no. Like, I'm like, can we just get vegetables? And I'm like, <laughs> salads. 
end of list. Like, I'll take vegetables. Do you want pineapple? <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> fine, you know. No, dude, I, I totally get it. I just, you know, it's just so cool to see the governor step up and, and to see New Mexico have a, a, a fair chance. And so much you need that. So yeah. much. I think about what happened in South Dakota and the poor people that call for the South Dakota that want a license. And I'm like, oh, bro, I'm sorry. Um, you need to get that person out of the driver's seat. That's about how you get the licenses. And so seeing somebody like Governor Grisham in, uh, in New Mexico is so great for uh, getting your industry started in that state and that's one of the problems with new mexico not everything new is trying to legalize new jersey new mexico new york and so that's the problem with new york is they don't have the governor really dialed in and believing in uh you know legalizing cannabis to get it done i mean they have it in new jersey yeah i think it's because the governor's too busy trying to hump everybody around him Yeah, man. Um, I just turned 40. And so like I I, I've talked to people that are younger than me and like I could just be like, I don't think I can date anybody who's like younger than 35. And like hearing the governor's stuff as a 60 plus year old man. And I'm like, wow. Ah, dude has no chill, but I mean, just, but yeah, I mean, if they had focus on actually helping the people, this would be, and, and again, policy, right? Like if, if New Mexico happens first off the, um, uh, tourism is going to be lit because I, a good desert, man, you know, go out in the desert dunes. Uh, there's lots of good things you can do out there. Uh, I think they have forests and stuff too, but, uh, it's going to be nice that, but so here's another thing too. The fact that I couldn't get it off the floor shows that both Republicans and Democrats suck. Yeah. Like that's the thing. That was the it's the whole welcome to the message of today's show. And then and, and after the message of today's show, we'll go to like the name that strain details uh, and do some more shout outs. The, the, the point of today's show is like nothing really makes sense because you think that it's one way where it's the Democrats that are trying to get it legalized and then they're stymied by the Republicans. And then suddenly, no, that's not even what's happening. It's actually the Democrats are stepping on their own stuff and they're getting in their own way. And then sometimes Republicans are actually kind of going for it. Uh, But um, uh, that being the point is our Dutch treat, as was guessed correctly uh, earlier, uh, is grown and and it hails from uh, a cultivation and retail license. Uh, Alaska Legacy Genetics is Dutch treat. And if you would like to be on Name That Strain, Please send your weed pictures to uh, Miggy. Uh, I would, well, should, should they send yeah, it to you? Like, you hit me up at 420 Binary. All right. Well, there's that. Hit him up at 420 Binary. Um, hey, Tom at Tom Collateral Base. Tom Collateral Base. I should, I should hit edit on that and put your, your email in next time uh, because my email box is, is very often. Um, well, you got a lot of business stuff. Like, like I, I just like to find cannabis uh, culture and and news. Like when when That's why you know, we need a good page on cannabisnews dot com where it's like, hey, and if you guys want to get in on the. Um, uh, name that strain challenge. Please submit your nugget pictures at cannabislegalizationnews.com backslash name the strain. You know, when's your uh, your webinar? Uh, there's a webinar on Thursday, and so uh, we'll probably have to spin that up. And then I was supposed to do the slides on that today, but it was what we call outside nice. <laughs> but it's going to be a free right, Jersey webinar. 
yeah, it'll be a free Jersey webinar. And then uh, I'll, I'll do two things. One, I'll like post just a long form of it afterwards, after we edit it and say like here, if you guys went to the webinar and you're on our email list, so you can go to cannabislegalizationnews.com or cannabisindustrylawyer.com and sign up for our email list there or fill out the get started page in cannabisindustrylawyer.com. Uh, and then become one of our leads. Uh, and then that'll subscribe you to the email list as well. But uh, and then you see, we get to create six videos out of this. And so I'm going to tell them because there's like six different classes of licenses. And then there's two different types of, of larger classes on top of that, like a conditional license, a micro license. And so we'll talk about all the different types of licenses. And then I get to cut all those up and then make six different videos for the the, the, the web pages that we did over at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. Dope, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called content creation. Damn right. Hey, yeah. look, uh, Game of Thrones have been different. These girls had bongs. Oh, shit. There you go. 225 people are watching Miggy put a bong. I hate them. Dude, I love these little fucker things. <laughs> That's adorable. Niggas playing with songs. All right. Well, thank you so much for playing Name That Strain. Do we have? We do. Let's talk about one more article before we uh, cut out and dip. Yeah. It's not like, you know, U of I is going to be in the tournament anymore. So uh, the House reintroduces the Safe Banking Act to normalize cannabis commerce. That's going to be a big one. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about it? And I'll. Uh... Can you make it bigger? Actually, you know what? I just closed out the tab. So I didn't. Here we go. Representative Earl Sh- Not me. I'm sorry. Wrong one. <laughs> no wrong one. So I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to catch myself before 20. Doing oh. it. That's all right. There you go. Wait. Uh, Lauren dropped me out of the street. That was great. <laughs> Representative Earl Schumer, uh, Steve Silvers, and Warren Davison, over 100 additional co-sponsors, have reintroduced the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act in the House of Representatives. I mean, this is going to be a good opportunity to, to, to actually – you can get loans and uh, be involved as a real business, but this won't cover the 1080E though, right? Uh, no, yeah, that's going to be a dropping it to Schedule Three. And so, what I my uh, prognostication for Senator Schumer is going to be calling for a regulation that requires it to be dropped to Schedule Three, and that also uh, allows for the Safe Banking Act. And so, that's going to be their reform package because if that happens, then while it's still you know kind of a very very highly regulated federal substance. Uh, IRC 280E doesn't apply, so the industry becomes immediately more profitable. All those dispensaries that are losing money or they're using certain like uh, management tactics so that there's a lot of money moving between uh, entities to avoid the tax liability. And we, we create them as C-Corps or, or, or LLCs taxed as a C-Corp so that the audit risk just lies at the dispensary uh, that might get audited. And so uh, that game goes away to a certain extent. I mean, you're still going to try to avoid taxes, but now you're going to be like any other uh, 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 corporate entity. You're going to be, it's going to be legal. And so 
the ways that they set them up will still be like these type of holding corporations because the entities that you actually get the license for in the New Jersey um, uh, webinar will be good about this. There's very often very stringent uh, locality and and like you're going to get points uh, to be able to get the license because you are a resident of a particular location. And so like the 10 to 1 and then with with Arizona, Arizona's license window just closed and it was like almost 20 to 30 to 1. So like there was 13 licenses available. There was like 317 different applications. Now, um, that could be a misleading headline uh, because 126 of the license holders were probably in that count as they were grandfathered in, but they still had to apply for the license and it was a very easy process to do. So I'm not sure if that 300 number is all of the applications that they received for the early applications in Arizona or just for those 13 new entities that will be uh, coming to that state. And so like, because it's just ridiculously competitive, if you don't have the residency points, you're just not even in the contention. Well, the Safe Banking Act, though, also <clears throat> help enable more of that social equity where now a uh, minority can get a loan, like, or anybody, rather. You know, like, this is an opportunity if you have a business plan to go to Wells Fargo or some other stuff and say, hey, no. Well, maybe a little bit with, like, you know, banks, but the SBA, you know, funding mm. back loans, like, no, like, that's going to require, like, a probably complete descheduling. That was in the Moore Act, where they actually talk, because they were going to, like, completely legalize it, and then they were actually going to try to provide SBA loans. They do have SBA loans. It's just that, you know... Well, a lot of the hemp people didn't qualify for the goddamn PPE like that. Ridiculous. Like and then like some people did get PPE are part of that bullshit investor stuff that that Dan Bazarian guy. Like, I don't understand how this guy, the Trump of weed stays in business. Like, I, I'm not in California, so I guess the market's huge out there. But everybody I've spoken to is like, I don't see this project shit. Like, I mean, what fluffy hair, greasy dumbasses buying this guy's shit. Like, I don't see the you know, launder money. Huh? So do you know how to launder money? Yeah, well, they're saying he's, he's laundering his dad's money still or whatever, but who knows? Right, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah, upsetting. But like, I, uh, it, it just was a weird decade where like it was, it was you know, be, being a bank lawyer and like uh, in the capacity that I was before I was able to get into weed, you just think that everybody's the most dishonest, po- you know, not just politician type, but like business person type who's just stealing three different times the same dollar. And you're like, man, that's actually kind of impressive. And then uh, but, you know, you have to usually collapse the kite or like, you know, stop the, the fraud that's going on and try to collect all the money that you can get. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, like the, the cannabis industry to a certain extent reminds me of that, but it's just, yeah. it's just corporations. I mean, like, you know, they're, they're going to be passing money around as much as they can to avoid everything that they need, need to, to benefit the shareholders. It just, it, it just that's part of the frustrating part as you watch the, uh, regulation happen because you have your law, your mom pops and people who say, if I wanted to start a store or brand, whatever, I mean, I'd have to actually work. You know, I've worked hard not to have to work. I mean, like I still go to a job, but I know everything I'm doing there and it's easy. Sales suck. 
Like I've been there. I've, I've done no, sales. Sales doesn't suck, provided that you know what you're selling and you really think people need to buy it. And so then it's easier to. I mean, like if you're selling, if I was trying to sell Crest toothpaste, I would suck at it. But um, even though I know people need to brush their teeth, I just wouldn't believe in the product as much. You know, or if I was trying to sell hamburgers, terrible. I'd be like, you shouldn't be eating this. Well, when I used to sell weed, you know how I used to sell weed? Huh? I'd be like, I got weed. Like yeah. weed sells itself. Like like the product is already there. Like you don't need to. Like we 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 have these layers of regulation, all that bullshit to it, and it conflates the uh, conversation about cannabis because it really should just be about like the nutrients and how you treat it and how you grow it, and you want all females. Like this is about a plant, and then after that becomes a business, and then people go to jail, or if you have enough money, or you're layered enough, you avoid it. Like there's so much shit <laughs> but there's also good shit too. <laughs> the, the the problem with shit is that you need it to grow good weed and so there's going to be a lot of shit in your life uh, mm. most often it's bat guano but uh, other times it might be fish shit and many people uh support the fish shit brand uh when they are trying to uh, make some good flowers i mean all over plant man it just it's so infuriating that people's lives are ruined and it's a wellness thing. It's like you said, you have all the facts, you have all the proof now, like this shit is no longer an experiment. This is no longer pulling. You should not be firing people from working at the white house for this plant. I'm not a lesser human being for it. You know what I mean? Like I said, dude, I've worked in defense. I, I, I've worked in missile tech. Like, like I, 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 and I smoked the whole time. Like the only time I didn't keep smoking was when I was in the Navy, even though I did smoke occasionally, like on a long weekend or something, you take your goddamn gamble. It's what it is. And cause you knew if you get caught, I had many times where I had to take a P test and was like, all right. So once I get fired, um, I guess you got to make plans automatically. You don't, you, you are automatically in the wrong for testing hot. And it's bullshit. And it shouldn't be because you shouldn't have to lose your livelihood or your anything else because of it. But that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, well, that's why we're here. We're here to bring yeah. sensible regulations to people so that uh, that zero tolerance that, like, we're just going to totally fuck over your life because that's what the law says and we can do it. That's going away. Yeah. No, it's good. It's really good. And it needs to get faster. Come on, fucking whoever. Let's do it tomorrow, not on 420. I mean, as Schumer, I don't give a Like I said, if Trump would have done legalization, like like this whole pedophile Democrat ring bullshit, right? Like this, there's an elite pedophile ring out there. This conversation was happening when he was president. So you're telling me the guy who was president, who you think is the guy fighting those motherfuckers, is not part of that now because nothing happened. In the four years of all this conspiracy bullshit, there was no investigations. It's all about uh, – like, there was no locker up shit. Like, this is all bullshit for all these small-minded motherfuckers to be distracted while there's real shit going on, like fucking people getting shot or killed behind bars or all over a goddamn stupid plant. It's a multi-layered fucking single-voter issue. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it really should not be taking this long. <laughs> I got smoke you. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Get all fiery. Sad note to go out on. I don't know. You know what we didn't play though? Uh VP Harris admitting to smoking weed. So like what happens to her? You know? Oh, do we have that? Did she, do we have a clip of that? I can well, pull it up real quick. Yeah, yeah she was on the right. club. Mm-hmm. Hold that up real quick. 
Just uh, great moments in weed hypocrisy. Yes. Yeah. Which is terrible uh, because like they shouldn't, they shouldn't be doing this. I mean, like, and then that was the other news article that we could have led with that was reported uh, as well this, this weekend, maybe today, or maybe it was on the 20th on Saturday that uh, the Biden administration or Biden himself uh, counseled the uh, Democrats against putting marijuana legalization on their platform for fear that it may lose him the election. Dude, and then her bullshit about like, and here's the other thing too. Like, uh, again, I don't give a fuck who legalizes it, but like people are saying, okay, well, he's just pandering for three years and then she'll take over. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who takes over. Like, it does, none of this affects my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, and when reached for comment, uh, um, uh, Vice President Harris said something. Oh. Uh oh. Wait, how do I play with the sound? It should give you an option when you share the screen to share audio. Oh, it's not. I think they changed it. They didn't push play, though. But, oh, well, yeah, she did admit it. On the yeah, break. no, yeah. And then she talked about, like, listening to Tupac or whatever, and, like, people are, like, questioning, like, her time periods and shit like that. Like, I get it. But the fact is, like, at one time she thought it was cool enough to to, to campaign with it, but now you, you, you hit that. It's the same thing that happened with uh, uh, um, uh, Carter. When, when, when legalization was about to happen and then Keystrop ratted out the guy for the cocaine use or whatever, like every time we get so close to some shit, there's like some petty dumb shit that's for about uh, metrics and, and or uh, visual, you know, how things look. It's fucking ridiculous. How things look is like shit right now. How things look is people getting shot and fucking protest like i saw yeah. one good point with the uh, um uh teach Marin was talking about like how this recent summer of black lives matter right like it, it's america is cyclic right we're going up and down with racial division and all this shit but he said you know the same thing happened in the 60s but during his time they were actually getting shot at right that's the one thing i gotta say didn't happen this this past summer no one no no rampant shot shooting like 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 kent state or any other shit but it's still not that vision that we all think should be the american dream the thing that you know but we're getting there we're getting there yeah we'll keep getting there every uh wednesday and sunday and then of course interspersed with various things that might break um like for example biden falling down a set of stairs mostly because he fucked up I mean, it was hilarious it's one of those things where uh, it happens in your life where you know like how quickly is karma like just smacked you in the face? Like you're like, ah, this is going to be just fine. And then boom, everything goes wrong. Uh, and and, and that, that it happened so quickly for him is one of those like just, well, that was nice. I hope he remembers that. It's like, well, why did I fall? Because you fired people for weed. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's it. I mean, like to happen on his watch. I hope he fucking pays attention. I hope somebody's talking to him. And like, this is one of those things they need to get in order. They're all talking about the border. I mean, like, look at the news. All the news stories today on the Sunday programs for politics was border crisis. Now they think the border's open, and now it's all down there. And it's like. Did they mention weed at all? Did they mention, like, why is there a a border crisis? Like, does the drug war and our drug laws that we have contribute to uh, an unsecure border? Because there's too much, uh, like, why is Bolivia such a shit right now? Or or whatever, wherever these places are that a lot of the migrants are coming from. But, like, Bolivia, but the border is always used as a 
diversion topic when you're right, because uh, all they're doing is just making noise. And, and it, the border really isn't an issue, right? Like, like I get like there's uh, people coming here illegally, right? It's not just brown. There's Asians, all this other shit. And we want terrorists, right? But we're past that point. Like, like civility still needs to take over versus uh, when I was a kid, dude, there, there was no real border except for like come on through you like there was like a drive-through now you have a fucking three-hour line when you drive through and they're checking your car they're checking everything you know for goods mostly and mostly yeah that's all they're looking for right then they don't they're more worried about people transporting cheap products across to sell them in their own little store than they are worried about actual illegals for the most part like did i ever tell you about that time i broke into russia no <laughs> All right. Well, back in 2005, I broke into Russia because I had washed my blue jeans with my passport in it. With that, I had my um, uh, visa for getting into Russia. And it, I also washed the, my blue jeans that had the Mongolian passport that required me to be thrown off a train in outer Mongolia, which really harshed the mellow of the people I was traveling with, by the way. And uh, and so they did not want me to cross uh, with them into Russia because they're little pussies. That's right. That's right, guys. I am going to tag you in a Facebook post to be like, remember that one time I called you pussies back in 2005? And and so um, I had to get into Russia and I had bought a cheap Chinese guitar, which was hilarious. And so getting into Russia was pretty easy. They just pointed at the cheap Chinese guitar case and wanted to know if it was a machine gun. And I assured them that it was not. It was just a guitar. They let me go. And then I hitchhiked uh, to the next train station because I, I, I taught myself Russian. Um, wow. like, well, like, like you do, like, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's you have time and then, uh, but so that that was the time that i i kind of had to like hitchhike into russia it was fun um and that's what i did before law school i was the worst guy to know in law school because i'm like well what'd you do last summer well <laughs> and, and, your border crossing was a high five though right like for somehow we haven't figured out that as human beings we travel back and forth but now these guys coming out trying to work for like it's not all like like this bullshit with like they said the worst people no people are fucking trying to make their lives better yeah <laughs> you know i i'm not gonna go through a desert it's fucking 300 degrees and uh, uh just to make two bucks an hour i was just a tourist <laughs> i'm just trying to get to georgia you know uh, and i eventually did nice place got to uh, stay old george from georgia. <laughs> we couldn't find weed we could find heroin we didn't do it oh my god yeah that's crazy yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I to, I to Amsterdam and I smoked weed and I saw some some uh, uh, flowers and then I flew back to Illinois and then I went to Marquette Law School and that's that's what happened. Yeah, life happens, man. I mean, it's you know I would have never thought you did all that shit, but you know uh, we can't take anything at face value, right? Like we just can't judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things. You, you just don't know what somebody else has done or like, you know, you could, but we all just snap judge real quick so that our worlds make more sense. And we don't have to be like, oh, I was wrong. I'm learning something. This is not what I expected. You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, Lauren, as you wrap it up, tell them what's going on with Tommy Chong and then let's let's wrap it up. Yeah, we're going to have Tommy Chong on this Wednesday. We do have to pre-record it and use Zoom. I wish we could send the Zoom link out so uh, people could join backstage, but we're still figuring Zoom out. So maybe next time. But we'll post that episode maybe Wednesday or Sunday or we'll go live on Wednesday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, tune in, guys. Uh, We're going to be answering some questions. So DM Tom at Cannabis Industry Lawyer. 
with any questions for uh, Tommy Chong. Should be very interesting. But thanks for tuning in. Everyone, make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We'll see you on Wednesday.